0: Hello, my name is Matt Connor, and I am the host of The Resistance. And I am Jay Kirkpatrick, the mm, audio engineer Mm -hmm. of The Resistance. And you are listening to Reflecting on The Resistance, our talkback sessions, as we look back each week uh, on our uh, interview and and our time with our guest. This week, we're looking back at our conversation with Drew Holcomb, who has uh, a great new album out called Dragons, um, or coming out this month. And so it's perfect timing for our conversation. Yeah.
1: Um, And so this is the time where I get to play my intro. Matt always loves this. My favorite part. And then we try to comedically play
0: off of it with our incredible wit. Jay loves these. (laughs) Free. I don't know where he finds them. It's some discount den. Oh, yeah. Um, That's not Drew Holcomb, by the way. It's that's Drew true, that's Holcomb awesome. in a red velvet suit.
1: That's not off his new. I thought that was him. I caught his show at the Ramada Inn uh, in <laughs> Vegas in '73. I'm pretty sure that's his. Welcome
0: to the Tropicana. We're <laughs> here. I'll be playing the desert sands all week. That is. That was a weird. I don't even know what category that is. Yeah, I would like to throw dog. those in. It is. It's like
1: it feels like it's. Uh, it feels like it's music. I would never choose. It's a yeah. Cirrus station that is playing at some weird spa in Morocco. I-
0: yeah. It's like yeah, weird. Anyway. Yeah. So this week's conversation was with Drew. Uh the one there was one phrase that Drew ended up using to close up our interview. And it's actually the place where I wanted to start um our talk today because once he said it, I knew um in that moment it just felt not magical, but you know you know when someone says something that you can grab a hold of because it speaks Directly to you because it's like you find yourself in that, like in that wording. And so when Drew was describing his, his reason for even starting to make, to write, record, and release music in the first place, Drew said that he wanted to, that he was bearing witness to something good and he wanted to then offer that to the world. When he said that, I just thought, Oh my gosh, that's a better tagline than what we have for, <laughs> for the resistance because I just thought, gosh, in my own journalistic career, I have these interviews and my own life has changed because of it. Like I take something great from them, I take a, a memorable line, a piece of advice, I learn from their experience or I hear a story and then I apply it as much as I can to my own family, career, community, whatever. And so the thought was, gosh, I've given I I've, I've been witness to some really good things in the world through these conversations. I'm witness to beautiful meaningful art or I've I've witnessed artists who are making something who could really make the world a better place and I I want to share that. I want I want to be an amplifier for those things so that those artists can find a greater presence and platform you know and even then i wanted to create a podcast here you know with you jay where it was like i want to i want to bear witness to the fact that we all struggle and that there's something but that there's something that we all can reach for that there's that there's that distance and and how do we help people climb that so when drew said that i just thought oh gosh that's such a perfect way to say why People chase the things that they do. For Drew, that's music. And for us right now, it's this podcast.
1: Yeah, and I think most of us I can't speak for everybody, but I know that most of us get into whatever we do artistically um, because we have bare born bore, I guess, witness to something that um not only from other people, sometimes we're inspired by other people. And typically with music or art, there's there's people that inspire you and they do it in a way that You go, you not only want to do it as well, but the feeling and what, what is actually communicated through what they do, you want to be able to do it that way as well. Cause there's something that they've done to you that impacts you in a way that you're like, Oh, I want to be a part of that. And so, and I know I've I've met Drew, you know, I've been on tour with Drew once with uh, with a band Um, and, and one of the most genuine down-to-earth guys in his band. Genuine down-to-earth. But I also know, we know the backstory. You lived in Nashville, uh, you know, with the Nashville mentality where people, you know, it all starts, if you meet any any musician you meet in Nashville, for the most part, they started in this place of, they bore witness. They they were part of something that made them come alive. And I think what he was talking about in the interview, that resistance of... um you know, struggling. I I bore witness to this thing and I wanted to be a part of it and I wanted to offer it to the world. But then all these other things, the resistance of like, oh now other people depend on me. And you know, Nashville in, in a lot of ways is a machine. You you're putting out a product. And so you want to also make make a living and income starts to depend on. And that resistance of not giving like something dies of that initial little spark as you start to let those things dictate. And I think that's a lot of that resistance you know knowing drew knowing that and meeting him knowing that he's been doing it for such a long time and there's still that beauty and I think that like that thing's still alive within him whatever he's done you know he's done it well to keep the I want to be part of something beautiful I want to be a part of something great I want to give it and offer it and I and I can sense that that's still alive even after years and years and 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 it's kind of admirable that he's yeah. still. Still offering those beautiful things. And, you know, there's also those other things with writing song after song, hoping to hit the magic. You know, there's that part of it too. But it sounds like for the most part, having met him personally and in your interview, there's no like I don't know. You can you've talked to a lot of artists that where that's died, you know, that thing. And they're just they're just going through the motions, whether it's they're they're playing the same songs that the record hit ten years ago and now they're they're touring clubs and playing those same songs, you know, that they you know, that they just hate even playing, but they need to make money. That beauty's died. And, and yeah, so the resistance, him talking about moving and that's being something he's got to actually really work to continue and keep was pretty, a a pretty potent thing for me listening to that with him.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you know, I, I think what I, what I appreciate about his stance right now is drew runs a small business. Now, I mean, it's not just his music. Drew is cultivating, music festivals on in multiple cities he's got a record club um i mean he's like drew is an entrepreneur more than he is a musician in terms of in terms of like the creative plates that he's spinning and so for him to protect this instinct like he said of just like wanting to bear witness to like he's born witness to something good and then wants to share that with the world I'm assuming that's his mantra for like the artists he presents at this festival for the vinyl that he chooses for each month through his own like Magnolia uh, record club um, or his own music. Like that's an, that's a mantra that you could use in any creative enterprise. But at the same time, there are a lot of people who depend like their paychecks depend upon drew and that mantra to make their living. And so how hard would it be to protect that versus know what the marketplace wants and feeding the marketplace versus protecting that impulse? And so what I love is it sounds like he's learned, no, in fact, what makes the wheels go around on this business isn't catering to the marketplace in a reactive way. It's being proactive by always staying protective of the impulse to do this in the first place
1: yeah the difference between catering and cultivating and that's like the most the highest uh, the 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 goal is to cultivate and if if once you start to cater then you're kind of reacting and I, i was so i didn't know all those things before like he's got his hands on a lot of things and and he's somehow and that that's a thing I think you know, years ago, like you had all these people to do all this stuff for you, publicists and record labels and the fact that now we because of the industry and the way it's situated, we have to take so much on. So a lot of times artists get consumed by the business aspects. And but he somehow learned to cultivate in the midst of even business, which is that's its own almost art form in yeah. itself. And I thought I thought that was pretty pretty special because he doesn't sound jaded you know he doesn't sound cynical he doesn't sound you know there's a lot of nashville for the most part you meet guys who are protective and jaded or cynical i don't get that from him so he's done something to keep what is it is it jeff bridges i can't remember what it is that he talks about like that cynicism is actually or like that it's a romantic heart that's trying to protect that little bit of thing that's left and so you've got this hard thing around you and it seems like he's allowed that kind of not to happen like that romantic kind of bare, the, the beautiful good that he's witnessed. He's kind of allowed that not to be just kind of, uh, I guess uh, the stone coating of cynicism to kind of take that. And, and yeah, and it's a, yeah, I was, I was, I really liked him and his, and what he said. I, I thought it was great.
0: Yeah. Maybe just to speak to that, I think Drew's, I think Drew is helped by the community around him. I mean, I th- I think, as a person who is a fan of a lot of the people in his musical social circle, whatever, um, I would say the same things about their music that I would say about Drew's um, or Ellie or like Penny and Sparrow or Johnny Swim or some of these others who are just really people who are just trying to make meaningful art. And it's the, that's a very honest pursuit for them to not just put something out there, but to put something meaningful out there.
1: It almost seems like it's so much more important, especially in the Nashville, to have that community.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: it, it is, because everything's moving against that mindset. You have to have those things to keep yourself alive in some respects. And I think he's he's actually helped. He's, I think he's benefited from others that was already there, because I know he married uh, Ellie, who had a m- very musical family, and it sounds like her dad had that cultivated, and he became part of it, but he's also like in the way that he bore witness to something good and he wants to give it to He's actually bringing others into that, and he's been that for other people, which I think is is amazing.
0: Well, if you're new to Drew, uh, make sure to check out our interview, if you haven't already, um, from earlier this week. And also, we'll play his latest single from his brand new album, Dragons. Here's Drew Holcomb.
2: I was climbing a mountain Sleep in the moonlight, the ghost of my grandpa came to me in a dream as the stars hung above us, he started singing this chorus, he laughed loud as hell, and said this to me Take a few chances, a few worthy romances, go swimming in. On New Year's Day Don't listen to the critics Stand up and bear witness Go slay all the dragons That stand in your way We stayed up and talked till the sunrise War and love and sorrow He said stop spending all your money forgiveness of sins Today is all you've promised Don't trouble with tomorrow He faded into the forest Proudly singing this hymn Take a few chances A few worthy romances Go swimming in the ocean On New Year's Day Don't listen to the critics Stay out. been a fever Surrounded by lightning All my windows were open, I let the rain flood in The past felt like the present The future uncertain But I sang like a spell Lost in the wind Take a few chances, a few words